Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spiegel, and we are happy to welcome today's guest, to discuss today's topic, which is what you need to know about email deliverability. Today's guest is the co-founder of Inbox Booster, an online software that helps businesses avoid spam folders. A big welcome to Nicholas Topper. Hi, Nicholas. Hi. Hey. Hi, Andy. So, you know, I got to be honest. I, I can't think of a much more boring subject than email deliverability. But tell me, what has made you passionate about this and why is it so important for businesses? So, so first of all, it is boring. Uh, you're, you're totally right. Uh, there is no uh, question about it uh, because uh, why would you, why would it's not something people care about? Uh, I mean, they do care, but it's kind of this thing that uh, when it doesn't work, you care about it. And uh, once it's working, uh, you don't want to hear about it. And uh, the way we compare ourselves is more like plumbers, where uh, where you where you have a plugged uh, pipe, then you call us and we fix it. That's really what we do. And from that point of view, you're right; it is kind of boring. Now it's actually very very important uh, uh, from two levels. One, for if you're uh, an email sender, like you're sending a newsletter, you have an e-commerce website. If your email is in spam, nobody's going to read it. Even if your email is promotion, most people will be will have trouble opening it. So it's already you're already uh, in that kind of zone where it's uh, problematic. And the second thing is, it's actually uh, if you really like step back just from the individual sender, it's actually a real problem because uh, email is really the only uh, open, completely open, uh, transparent communication channel. Like uh, you can email uh, the president of the USA if you want. And uh, he's going to read that email, or someone of his team will. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, email deliverability is really pushing a, a barrier on that. So it's really uh, closing that open network. And the problem is not that you have a check and balance, and that it's a little bit closed. The problem is it's a black box. So if you shed light into that black box, then actually you maintain this openness and you understand the rules. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. Now, when do companies realize they have a problem with deliverability? Because I, I would assume nobody's contacting you when they don't know they have a problem. So, so what triggers? What's that trigger that? So, uh, so, 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 so first of all, uh, just before answering your question, everybody in their life will have a deliverability problem. Like I guarantee you that because everybody will send at some point a newsletter in their life. Like we have a customers, they're, sell, they're sending wedding invitations. Those wedding invitations uh, are ending up in spam or promotion. Uh, we have a customers who are actually just sending normal business emails. It happens. So it happens for everybody. So when they realize it, there is two ways. Either you're normal, like you're sending normal emails and you have people telling you, oh yeah, your email ended up in spam. And this happens more than, uh, let's say, uh, once per month. Well, this means usually you have a problem, kind of like when you see a cockroach uh, in your home. Uh, usually, there is probably ten times as many uh, somewhere else. And two, uh, the same are and from this, uh, or, or when you see your open rate drops, 
So when you see something okay. uh, in your business process, like send a newsletter, and you see uh, your uh, email open rate drops or click rate drops, this is really a sign of the problem. So email, I mean, it's it's one of the most profitable marketing channels out there still. It's probably the most profitable. I mean, everybody is, you know, this goes to social, they go to paid, but I mean, email remains just the king. But how many companies spend any time making sure emails are getting to their inbox? I mean, do you have a lot of customers that when they come to you, it's the first time they've ever even looked into email deliverability? Or, I mean, how how does that work? I'm curious. Uh, I'm not sure I understand. Do you mean the, when they join, when they want to work with? When they well, yeah, I mean, are, are these people that have spent time before working on email deliverability or is it usually the first time they've, they've even uh, I got it. So usually they notice they have a problem. They go online and they type it on Google. And actually there is somewhat of a cottage industry to fix uh, that problem. There are a lot of providers, but uh, uh, basically they're, it's about like, give me money and we'll and uh, maybe we'll be able to figure out your problem. So, and uh, here is a, a list of 10 things you can do. So you have right. to type these two uh, approaches. Ours is very different. So usually, but we're not uh, as good at in marketing as the others because we're just starting. So usually they have tested some other solutions. They didn't work and they come to us. Got it. And so how do you do it? How, uh, how do you so, fix those emails? So the thing about deliverability is uh, most of our uh, competitions, what they're really trying to do, they're trying to evade the spam filter. So they're trying to outsmart Google which uh, it's not just really winning battle or uh, they, they managed to, to get some of the win, but it's not, uh, it's not a good long-term proposition. What we do that's very different is we're really explaining you how it's working. So what we do is we're going to test your email and we're going to tell you, hey, your email is, and we're going to test to ask at each step to, the, to Google or to Outlook, why did you put that email in spam? So I've invented a, a specific way to do that, which is really a, try to understand how an AI, uh, how an AI works. Or like, hey, why did you put that email? Is this because of your domain repetition? Is it because of the content? Is it because of something else you don't like? And we've added some of the stuff we knew uh, about emails because I'm coming from that industry. So uh, so that's how it works. So, and at the end, we're going to get a step-to-step -step guide on how to fix it. So are you using AI? Uh, there is a lot of AI uh, involved, yes. Uh, not as much uh, because it's like, if you really think what spam filter is, it's, it's a very sophisticated AI probably more sophisticated than actually uh, ChatGPT in some in some ways because it needs to retrain all the time because people are uh, so so people will try to find ways to circumvent the spam filter and the spam filter needs to adjust they're going to retrain based on the on the new emails all the time but what it's really doing in the end it is really trying to figure out do do that email wants to be seen by people so if you email people who wants to receive uh, what you have to tell them they're going to want to read that then it's going to be fine if uh, they actually don't couldn't hear about it, they just delete the email without reading it, you'll have a problem, whatever you do. That's roughly, so we're just shedding light on that process. And yes, we use AI to figure it out because uh, the rules that the spam filter use evolves all the time. So it's not uh, uh, sometimes uh, a specific word can send your mail to promotion, but two weeks after that, this will not be the case. Interesting. And so what typically... I mean, I'm sure it's all over the board, but what typically is the reason? I mean, is it the headline? Is it the content? Is it emails that have been put into the, your list that you're sending to it? I mean, what what are, I guess, rank of the top three? What are, what are the three most common reasons? I feel there are two. The first one is you're sending email to people who don't want to receive, to receive them, and that's it. 
And uh, it's not an opt-in question, like it's not even a, 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 a regulation question. Are you sending, when you send your email, are your recipients uh, deleting that email without uh, opening it or are they engaging with it? For instance, if you're on an e-commerce website, are you going to read this email? Oh yeah, that's cool, I'm going to read it and maybe I'm not going to click, I'm not going to buy, but actually uh, I'm actually going to engage a little bit with it. Or other, that's the first reason. And that is surprisingly uh, hard to track because uh, it's kind of not obvious because because uh, what you do as a, as a marketer is you're looking at everybody's opening your email, uh, engaging with your email, but you don't really care about the proportion of people not uh, not liking your email, actively disliking your email. So that's right. what we're uh, helping. That's, so that's, uh, that's the first reason. And the second reason is uh, collateral damage. It's uh, you uh, being picked up by the spam filter for somebody else having that behavior. So for instance, uh, if you, uh, for instance, uh, we fixed uh, uh, the newsletter of Y Combinator who ended up in promotion and spam on Gmail. And one of the reasons they ended up in spam is because they had imported the template of their uh, email, email or their uh, mailing tool. And that template was sending them by default um, in promotion and spam. So we just, uh, we identified the precise HTML tag that were from there. And they told us that it was coming from uh, the, the, the main template and they just removed it and it was working. That's interesting. Nice. You know, I always thought that the reason you spam folder is a certain percentage of recipients hit spam. And so they put it in the spam folder. But you're saying that it's not just that. I mean, I'm sure that does it too. But but if people aren't opening it, just deleting it right away, yes. then that also the email, per, you know, Google, Gmail or whatever will start putting it in spam because of that. Yes. Google, Google say that they're using a, a thousand signals. The mark as spam is what to determine if your email is in spam. The mark as spam is obviously one of the very strong one. The hitting and subscribe with the subscribe button is another one. So there is, there is really looking at everything all over uh, the user experience to figure out uh, if it's a wanted or not wanted. So how do you fix that? Uh, if it's collateral damage, we actually pinpoint uh, why it's not, where it's coming from. And we're saying, yeah, just change those tags and you'll be fine. And if, if it's uh, something else, then uh, we have to dig a little bit more with the customers and we have to explain them. So either we send them links and uh, on our, from our blogs, to explain them uh, where it's coming from and what to do. Or we look into their database and explain them. And, and we, we looked at uh, their whole process to explain them uh, what to fix. And it's really, you can do it yourself if you want, or we can help you, but it's totally fixable. And in a way, it's kind of a good thing to do because uh, nobody really likes to receive uh, spam, and uh, we're kind of uh, but we're we're getting paid basically to help uh, people not send spam, which is really uh, what we do. Yeah. Does the ESP that you use, the email service provider, does it matter? Uh, it shouldn't. Let me put it like that. It shouldn't. Sometimes it does, but when it does, it's because uh, there is a problem. Most of them are actually using uh, behind the scenes. They're using SparkPost or AWS SDS, which are kind of uh, big uh, email SMTP relay or SunGrid. So it doesn't matter. Uh, they're like Clavio, for instance, for a long time they use SunGrid. Now they're using their own system. So uh, it's not, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Let me put it like that. What, uh, let me just step back uh, just one thing. What matters is um, like those spam filters, they work very, very well if you're sending like say 10,000 emails per month or uh, actually, if you send, spend, sorry, actually if you send a couple of million emails per month, these systems will work very well. Like the automated system uh, of uh, Gmail or Outlook mm -hmm. will work very well. And if you don't, you really you usually have the budget to hire a consultant to look into that. Uh, what we do is work with for we work for the 99% of those people who are not those type of people. 
it's 99% of uh, uh, the internet and they're not sending uh, 10 million email per month and they are not able to spend 2K per month uh, for a deliverability consultant who is going to help with that, do that. Mm -hmm. So built a lot of automations to kind of deliver the same service uh, for, for those people who are sending a couple of thousands or a couple of millions per month. Hello there, this is Andy. I wanted to take a quick break from the show and talk to you for just a minute about the new golden ticket program that I've introduced inside Make Each Click Count University. I know it sounds fancy, right? But what's the golden ticket all about? Each month, members of Make Each Click University receive a golden ticket that they can use to access any of our certified courses. Certified courses include courses on Facebook, Google Ads, Pinterest, SEO, and more. Look, if you are looking to grow your business by either adding a new marketing channel or by optimizing an existing marketing channel just like an expert, then this program is for you. Perhaps you're looking to train someone on your team or you're looking for a career in digital marketing. Well, either way, this program is the program you've been waiting for. In addition, when you become a member to Make Each Click County University, you'll get immediate access to all of our in-house courses, timely training videos, access to all three of my books, and access to our monthly mastermind meeting. All this at a recently reduced price. So go on over to www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com for all the details and sign up. I guarantee it's going to be the best decision you make today. Now, back to the show. Got it. Now, do you have a favorite success story of one of your clients that you could share? Uh, I think we can talk about White Combinator. It's actually a good example. There are a couple of others, but the White Combinator is interesting because uh, I mentioned the first step, which is really tagging the part of the content, creating the problem. But after that, they were went into inbox and they moved back to spam. And the reason is because they were actually sending to people who didn't want to receive that email, so they had to remove them. And this was very easy because it was actually a setting on their ISP on their ESP software, so just had to activate it. But they didn't know that it was creating the problem. And what we uh, and, and there is two key elements here. The first one is um, there is somewhat of an iterative process here. You fix the problem first time, then the problem will re reoccur. So you have to fix it a couple of times until it's really revives really the root cause or a couple of different issues. And the second thing uh, I, I want to highlight is. Uh, because you don't know what the problem is, it's very hard to fix. Once you've actually figured out what the problem is, it's usually very easy and the tooling is already there. Now, what are some of the challenges with, I mean, you had mentioned um, trying just trying to identify it. Are there any other challenges that you struggle with getting results? Uh, what do you mean, like uh, to fixing this problem for real? Or or? Fix, yeah, fixing it. How? What are, what are uh, some of the main challenges? Yes, some customers are, uh, so usually we tell them like there is not much we can do for them, but for some customers, if they basically have a scrape list on the internet and they send emails to people who don't care, then they're always going to have a problem and uh, they don't, they, they basically are trying to find a way to evade the spam filters. Uh, so it's more an attitude problem. So in this case, we cannot do too much. <clears throat> if on the other hand, they're actually careful and they're uh, respectful of the recipient's time, then usually we can find a solution. If I don't think we have a single instance when it didn't work. Now, on the other hand, when they were, uh, they didn't really want to do the, their homework. Yeah, sometimes in this case, uh, it's not working. But in this case, we pay them back and uh, we don't really want to work with them. Right. Now, how do you think email is going to change over the next 12 to 18 months, especially with, with AI becoming more prevalent? Do you see any changes coming? We have seen already changes. So, uh, for instance, um, a lot of the tooling, uh, which is called like mail warm up and all that, uh, stopped working because of these AI explosions. So, uh, and, and a lot of times now, uh, AI spam filters have become a lot more restrictive and it's a lot more content based than before. So, it's already there. 
because uh, everybody's sending a lot of contents now and they're gener because generating uh, an email is uh, costless now. So it's very, very easy. Before it used to be a, 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 like the template that you're sending. Now they're a lot more careful. And because of that, there are a lot more false positives with actual normal people, like just you and me sending a business email. This would be one problem. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is um, kind of what I think is people will send less email because the time of the newsletter or you would uh, blast a newsletter to a million people, it's kind of done now. What I've seen happen is um, uh, this is merging. Like, so, so people are send, like big senders are sending less emails and they're sending a lot more personalized emails. And on the individual sender side, they're sending a lot more newsletters. So those kind of things are merging, those two categories are merging like from the two extreme, from the individual sender sending more email, a, a newsletter, like uh, uh, I, I don't know if you have a, if you if you have a newsletter, but even if you're if you don't, you probably will have one. And if you have one, you're going to be a little bit more active. Everybody has kind of a sub stack or something going on. So everybody's going to have an email or they will have a couple of thousands or a couple of hundreds of people. So we see that a lot more. And conversely, people sending billions uh, email of email, now they're really sending very, very tailored content. So you're so in the end, it's kind of uh, everybody's merging towards the red to, to this uh, uh, a, a lot of, of uh, small uh, newsletters, a small volume of newsletters. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Or yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Now, what are some steps that a listener could take to boost their deliverability, or, or are there any, or do they need to typically hire? A deliverability consultant or a firm like your own. So uh, the, before boosting your deliverability, you need to know if you have a problem. And as you mentioned initially, this is kind of one of the first point. The way you do it is you can use our test on Inbox Booster. It's free, and we're going to uh, to tell you if you're in spam or not. And even if you do, we're going to you can uh, you'll get the first analysis for free. It's pay as you want, so you can uh, pay. Yeah, what, what's the name? What's the name of that site? Uh, Inboxbooster.com. Okay. And uh, this is uh, so. So if you take your site, yeah, yeah, you can send your creative here, you can send a test email, and it will tell you if you're in spam or not. And that kind of will tell you how big of a problem you have already. Uh, that's what I would recommend, but uh, I'm slightly biased, of course. But if you don't, if you want to do it yourself, and to create yourself a test account on Gmail uh, and send an email uh, of that. The hard part is. Uh, Gmail spam filter is very, very smart. So if you're sending, uh, say, uh, five times uh, your own newsletter or your mail there, it will understand that you want to receive it on this test account. So you need to rotate this test accounts very often, which is what we're doing for you for free. So who is the perfect client for your guys' service? Is it B2B, B2C, all of the above? What are uh, your usual clients? Uh, so it's actually interesting because uh, so far uh, we haven't been able to identify that because we really have to, it's really our revenue really is split in three parts. The first, and it's roughly equal. The, the first part is uh, normal business emails because some people are sending like uh, really, really important emails. And if they're actually rejected, it's a huge problem for them. So uh, you can think about uh, bonkers email, like MA type of emails. When their emails are in spam or not received, uh, they're going to cold email uh, people for uh, uh, selling a business, for instance. And if they're, but they're not, so it's going to be very low amount, low volume, but very, very high value target. And definitely the people receiving that wants to read that. So this is uh, painful for them. So this is what I would call normal business email. Uh, the second type uh, of email we're going to be to have is a uh, cold outreach people, so either sales or recruiters. So, so, so it's almost the same category, except they send a lot more email, like probably a couple of hundreds per day, mm -hmm. and uh, and they don't really care at the individual level, but they care if in aggregate all of them are in spam or not. 
Right. And this and this third segment is new there, like marketing. You know. So how does your fee structure work? Uh, so right now uh, we charge. Uh, so so the first test is free. All of the tests are free. Actually, we don't have an API we can do. You can integrate with us for free. Where we charge is only for the resolution past a certain number. Like if you're a normal, I would say a, a non-volume based user, so you're going to use our resolution a couple of times per month, it's totally free. You can give us money if you want. There is a, at the end of the process, we're going to give you, a, you'll have a pop-up uh, uh, asking us for money, but you don't have to pay. You can pay if you want, we appreciate it, but you don't have to. And now for some of our customers, which are usually 10% uh, of them, they usually have either bigger problems or recurring problems in that case, they want to pay us and the pricing is uh, on our website. And so we charge a, a subscription for that. It's a month to month subscription and we help them until they don't need us. So it's either uh, $300 per month or uh, $1,500 for a high, vol high volume Saunders per month. And uh, usually it's a couple of months and then they switch back portals. And if you're kind of this part of, for, for whom email is critical for you, uh, usually people stay on this $300 plan uh, so we can uh, keep, keep like accompanying them on the on the long term on the long term, and we can help them uh, if they if, if they need. But we don't force anything. We're more. Uh, our goal is really to to help everybody fix that problem and kind of uh, get it under control. And we notice that by uh, doing that, this kind of uh, helps us uh, do good business. So we don't really need to push anything. And how can an interested learn listener learn more about working with you? Uh, they go uh, they go on and they uh, and they test it. They, they use our tool and they can test it. They can start from there. Great. And then they can email me directly, or they can even book a meeting with me on this website. Okay. Well, this has been fantastic. I've learned a lot. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? Uh, there is one thing that actually uh, I actually deeply care about is if you have a newsletter or if you're sending uh, like even an email to 50 people, you absolutely need to test it on Inbox Booster or one of the or, or, or by yourself before and after uh, your campaign. You absolutely need to do that. Otherwise, uh, you'll be in trouble because spam filters, again, they don't really work for small sounders and we're here to really make it work for you. But you even if you don't want to work with us, you absolutely need to test. This is very important. Well, that's great. You know what? I'm going to test mine this afternoon. I should. You should. And if you have a problem, uh, uh, hit me up and, uh, and I'll fix it for you. Great. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today, Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you for letting me, for having me. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Nicholas or Inbox Boosters, I'm going to put the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We've compiled all of our different past guests by show topic, including each of the contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I've discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 